Hey everybody, Richard Neese here. Welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense. We appreciate you guys for tuning in this Saturday morning. Thank you so much. Uh, today we've got a special guest, Mr. Don Warnke uh, with Country Financial. He's a financial rep there. Thank you, Mr. Warnke, for coming on. Thanks for uh, having me. You know, we're super excited. You're the first guest. We've had a couple shows beforehand where we laid out uh, kind of a game plan on the front end. We've got to make sure that uh, you've got your financial risk, uh, uh, tolerance, and you've got all these things in play, how much, what, what the end game is, what retirement looks like, uh, what the end goals are. Uh, so now we get somebody in here that can help guide that process with other things. Uh, you know, we talked about real estate a lot last week. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about some other products that you guys offer. So once again, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know, your dollars making sense. We started this thing about, you know, it's been about a month ago now. Uh, we're trying to build that, um, that knowledge base. We believe that financial intelligence is the key to your financial freedom. I want to give you the information so that you can make good decisions on your investing future, whether that's real estate, stocks, bonds, annuities, uh, insurance programs, IRAs. There's so many avenues that you can get to that end goal. Uh, what's the right one for you? And that's what we're going to try and help you uh, figure out today and, and as we continue on with these shows. Don, you want to give us a little bit of information about you, uh, who you are, where you came from, what got you into this business, that sort of thing? Well, I am born and raised here in Coleman County. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a county boy. From, okay. Yeah, I went to Vinemont. Well, I'm, um, I'm a Vinemont guy too. Vinemont and then St. Bernard's. So oh, yeah. I always jokingly tell people I went to the University of Vinemont. That's right. Where you got a complete education. That's not, exactly yeah, right. Under, yes, under the tutelage of Elton A. Hall. Was is that our, right? Was our principal. The, but, the man, the myth, the legend. That's right. <laughs> and, and, he, and he was all, all right. of those. But uh, um, I got in the industry in 80, originally strictly on the insurance side, and then realized early on the value of adding the investment side in conjunction with the insurance. And so... Um, now, were oh, you working with Country then, or did you start with a different company? No, I started with a different company and then realized I wanted to be able to expand into the property casualty side yeah. and really be able to address risk management as a whole. Now, we've got people in the office. Most of what I do is financial-related and we've got a couple of people in the office, my wife being one of them, who are licensed that really take care of the property casualty side okay. because that's it's very labor intensive. And so if I were trying to do that, I really wouldn't have time Makes to do the financial sense. side. So, so they have everything for everybody. That's right. Yep. That's right. So really, we want people in the office that that stay in that field all yep. the time, you know, take care of it, try to make sure that somebody's not missing something that. They didn't even realize that Absolutely. that they were missing. It's you know, to have and, those specialists. You know, know, in my real estate business, we have the same thing. We have it's the Richard Neese team. So we got people that handle the social media side, the marketing side, the photographs. I mean, I, I tell folks, I'm not a professional photographer. I'm a real estate agent. I'm a real estate broker. So that's what I try and specialize in. So I definitely understand that. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, as time went on, and I and I saw the the value. I mean, I got into the business originally because I thought, well, it was an opportunity, right? You know, and then I had the, an experience fairly early on where uh, on the life insurance side where I wrote a life insurance application on a gentleman and he passed away the next day. Holy cow. And that was when the it really hit home for me because we processed, paid the claim, and the purpose for that coverage was specifically to pay the mortgage off. And it was a family that still had kids at home. Right. So I got to see the end result of the decision that that individual made. And that for me was really, I would say it was kind of a game changer because now I realize not only could I make a living doing this, 
actually was helping people, Absolutely. you know, cover, whether it be cover risk or what have you. And then we move from the insurance, adding the investment piece and, and then the tax side. And I don't, I'm, I'll go ahead and tell you now, I'm not, I, I, I always tell people, I'll say, I'm, I'm not a CPA. That's right. We're getting uh, to the disclaimer right here. That's We're right. Not I'm not a CPA. I'm not a tax attorney, but I did stay in a Holiday Inn Express well, last that, night. That, that so qualifies you for most of that. So you're good to go. That's right. That's right. Well, on, on the personal side, uh, you, you said you, you're married. Uh, you guys have kids, grandkids. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And yes, yes. We've got we've got three boys. All uh, are out and gone. Graduated. All of them graduated from Auburn. So we suffered through 13 years of tuition. Oh, my um, um, and then the older two are married. Youngest one is engaged. We, between the older two, we've got four grandchildren. So you guys are pretty and busy. I'll say this. We've got four kids at home. We've got seven, five, three, and a newborn. So it's always oh, crazy yeah. at the niece house. But yeah. I imagine about 15, 20 years, we're going to be saying exactly yeah, what you Absolutely. Did. I don't know that the, the alumni or, or the, the place of college will be the same. We'll see about that. <laughs> you never know. If I get a scholarship to Auburn, one of my kids, well, then they're going yeah. to Auburn. We so. would have supported them wherever they wanted to go. Absolutely. But but they were kind of indoctrinated. We would go to ball games sure. during the fall. Uh, and so when they... By the time they got old enough, well, they knew one thing. This is where I want to go. Right. Well, Auburn's a great school. I'll yeah. say that. Now, the football yeah. program, we won't get into that. So, <laughs> so you, you started, you said that your wife works with you. Did you start uh, working together or recently, or has that been a long time? Actually, when I, I originally started basically on the life insurance side, that was when I got in the business in 89. Well, I realized early on there was a lot more that I could do if I had access to the other sure. things, property, casualty, and all. So... In 96, when I made the change and we started a scratch agency with Cotton States, I brought her in at that point in time because I knew I could see a vision. My, sure. my objective always, whether it's financial planning or whatever it is, I want to begin with the end in mind. Absolutely. So I first want to know what is my target. Well, I knew that I didn't want to be heavily involved in the day-to-day processing of the property casualty. And so even though we were starting scratch, meaning we had no bid, we just hung a sign I brought her in, and then as they would train me, then I would pass the information along to her. And then as that side of the business grew, she was able to really take over that from the very beginning. And that right. was in 1996. So yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. I caught a couple things earlier. You said you had, had that game changer moment. Uh, and, and if you ask anybody, my, my real estate slogan is what they say, but really my life motto is we want to help good people get to a better place. Mm-hmm. And, and what you've been doing for a long time now <clears throat> is to help them with that long-term vision, just right. like you talked about, seeing the end. Because a lot of folks, whether you're a farmer or a doctor, or real estate agent, whatever it is, most of the time you're doing what you love doing. You're not thinking about 30 years from now or 40 years from now, or you're not thinking about it in depth, especially not on the finance side. Right. So to have somebody like yourself... Uh, to kind of walk them through, give them different strategies. Because like we talked about before the show, um, everybody has a different risk tolerance. Everybody has a different end goal. Uh, we talked about this on uh, one of the shows before. If you're happy with living in a tiny house uh, on an acre out in the middle of nowhere, and you don't, I mean, you want to live off the grid, your goals are going to be a little bit different than mine and yours. So Absolutely. it's something you've got to think about. What is that end goal? Uh, so, so tell me what you guys do um, just kind of in a nutshell, you've talked about the strategic planning. Tell me a little bit more about what you mean by that. Well, it, it really all depends. It's driven by the client. So my objective is to find out what it is that the client is trying to uh, accomplish. And for some people, it may be strictly on the property casualty side, you know, address risk. Um, and when you say that in layman's terms, what do you mean by that? 
Address risk? No, on the property casualty. Stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Home and auto sure. insurance. Just the typical things that people utilize. You know, in Alabama, you have to carry liability insurance. Unfortunately, the industry has commoditized those products to the point where the majority of the public, I would say, doesn't have a real in-depth idea even of what they're paying for. All they know is, am I paying a good price? Maybe Absolutely. can I get a cheaper rate? Right. And they're our, not reading these policies. Well, in our office, in and, they, and they don't have the desire sure. to. So in our, what we're going to attempt to do is give them the most value at the best price we Absolutely. can. Value meaning what good does it do for you if I gave you $25,000 of liability bodily injury, which is the state minimum, okay, and I saved you a few bucks on your premium, but you're involved in an accident that once-in-a-lifetime event where there's a fatality and you're an at-fault party, and when they look at this person's lifetime income earning capacity, it's a million dollars. That's right. You owe them a million bucks, and you got an auto insurance policy that's going to pay 25000 So that $3 you saved on monthly premium doesn't look real attractive. And that's that long-term vision that most people have a hard time seeing, especially when they're paying that monthly bill, taking care of the kids, doing this and doing that. So we're going to dig in a little bit more on the investment products here in a minute. I've got Don Warkey with Country Financial uh, we're talking about long-term strategies. We're going to be talking about different investment products that they offer, how that helps you, if it's a good fit for you, things like that. Uh, but we're coming up against a break. So if you guys want to give me a call, if you're interested in buying real estate, if you're interested in finding out more about Mr. Warnke, whatever that is, you can call me at 256-708-1511 and we'll help you get to a better place. Welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense. I'm Richard Neist, your host today. We've also got Don Warnke with Country Financial talking about long-term strategy, talking about Auburn uh, Auburn football and, and everything else you, you can think of. Uh, Don is a native of South Vinemont. Uh, he's near and dear to my heart. I was a Vinemont guy, too, and then we went to St. Bernard after that. Uh, but uh, your dollar making sense isn't about football, and it isn't about what, what side of town you grew up on. It's about financial intelligence and that being the key to your financial freedom. Uh, so, Don, I appreciate you coming on once again, hanging around for the second segment. I hope I didn't insult you with the Auburn comments, but you know, during, during the middle of the break, it's all right. <laughs> um, so we were talking before about the, the casualty policies, um, homeowners policies, things like that. Uh, that's that's one kind of a, a reactive, I guess you'd yeah. say. It's a risk management risk tool. Management. There we yeah, go. That's, a, that's a better way of putting tool. it. Um, what are some other things that you guys offer? Because I know that um, you know the, the listeners on here, are they're mainly looking at how I can spend my money to make more money. So I'd like to gear it a little bit more towards that. Risk management is definitely something that we want to uh, look at. And I know you guys review mm-hmm. that in your long-term strategy. But what about the products that make me money? Sure. So typically the first thing, whether somebody wants us to handle that or not, we want to make sure that all the defensive mechanisms sure. are in place you because it, you got to protect what I've got. doesn't do me any good to start building and then get wiped out with something that I could have protected. So that uh, that's ordinarily that's the first, the first thing. thing. And once we get that set aside for that person that's looking to build and grow their wealth, again, it's going to go back to a conversation. Um, and I'm guessing that's that first assessment that you guys have. If I give you a call and I say, Hey, um, I'm looking at retiring at the age of 50. I'm 32 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I come in and talk to you about how I can get there? Is that how that absolutely. works? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so whether or not somebody can do that is going to depend on things like, you know, how committed are they? How much How much um, discretionary cash flow do they have? I teach a class at the local high school. It's part of the link called Wise Up. And, and the thing that 
the, at the end of the program, it's about a 12 or 13 week program. I always ask them, I say, what did you get out of this? If, if you can't remember anything else. And if they can remember one thing, which is always put some portion of my income back, say pay myself first. Oh, and that's the analogy that I use is, you know, you've worked, you work and you earn all these dollars. If at the end of the day, everybody else gets paid and you didn't, well, you really work for free. Absolutely. So somewhere ideally in the 15 to 20% range, a person should be, you know, lopping that off and paying themselves first. That's right. Because you earned the money. Then, then if, because if you're not going to do that, there are no options. Yeah. You cross your fingers, you buy a lottery ticket and you hope for the best. So, so tell me about that. Why is that program? Cause I'll tell you, we've been searching and it sounds like it's a similar program. We've been searching for somebody to come on the show to talk about budgeting is that what you, you that's right that's program? really what the wise up program yeah. it's about taking high school seniors what's freshman first semester seniors the second semester and helping them begin to understand money budgeting how to make money work for you sure. most people spend their whole life working for mm-hmm. money and really never have money work for them so how to manage the money the right. the uh, the negative impact of things like cash advance or something like sure. that and how much wealth that transfers away from you and if you understand how the money works, well, now you can start making it Absolutely. work and, for and you. And that's the most important you know. thing. And that's why, you know, the, the motto of the show is financial intelligence is the key to find a, a financial freedom because that's really where right. we want to be at. Uh, what I'd like to do, uh, I mean, if it's all right, is let's let's schedule another show to talk just about that Wise Up program, budgeting, whether it's for freshmen, sophomores, or a family of yeah. four. Yeah. Is that something you'd be interested in doing? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We'll, we'll have yeah. you on to talk about that. We've been trying to find somebody, but it doesn't seem like they teach that stuff anymore, well, yeah. which is sad. And that's the prob- That's the purpose of that link program, because they don't teach that in high school. So they're trying to fill that void and give folks, uh, you know, the kids as they graduate, at, at least a basic understanding yeah. of what's going on when they get that check, Absolutely. when they're working, they get their job, and they're, you well, know, and they're getting that and, check. And I've seen so many people get that first check and be like, well, what, why is there 30% of this taken out? They don't understand that whole concept either. But yeah. we'll push on into that. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it really it blows my mind, the, the differences, because we get so much thrown at us. You know, you've got the Dave Ramsey plan. We're paying everything in cash. You've got folks like Robert Kiyosaki saying leverage everything. Mm-hmm. We've got to t- figure out what that right tolerance is, and right. that's what you're going to help folks do. Uh, sorry, so starting out, we're working at we're talk. You're talking to me. You're talking about budgeting, uh, and then at that point, we look at the discretionary funds that we're going to set aside for our future. That's right. That's right. And and if you the earlier you start that, that's the thing I try to teach Absolutely. the kids is. If you get in the habit of, if you're made netting $500 per uh, week and you're spending 500 a week and all of a sudden you decide, I need to do some planning, that's a lot harder than if, as soon as I get that first check, I go ahead and start cutting a percentage of it off. And then from that point forward, I build a lifestyle around what's left. I simply live within my means. It's not sexy. It's not exciting. But it's what actually creates and builds sure. wealth, you know, and, 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 and then taking into account as you start d- digging deeper, then you get into things like understanding compounding. We talked about a little bit That's earlier. Right. And are there ways for me to always keep my money compounding? Because the longer I leave it alone over time, the steeper the compounding curve gets. I agree. And then incorporating the tax conversation because, and I, you know, everybody's probably heard about the little penny rule, but if you took a dollar, and you doubled it every day for 21 days, you'd have just a little over a million bucks. 
But if you took that same dollar and you doubled it every day for 21 days, but you added a 30% tax rate on the gain each time it doubles, most people, if I said, what do you think you'd have? They'd say, well, I guess I'd have about 30% less, but that's not true. You'd have $70,000. That's incredible. So the difference in a million and 70,000 because of that continuous tax drag over that 21-day period, it's mind-boggling how much difference that makes. So, you know... Factoring the taxes in and then beginning with the end in mind, where do I think taxes are going? If somebody tells me, well, I think with the debt and with the baby boomers retiring and Social Security, I feel like taxes must increase. Right. Then they're going to want to do some planning that gives them tax advantages then, not necessarily now. But if you ask 90% of the public, what are you doing to plan? Well, I'm maxing out my 401k. Well, that's great. That's something, right? That's That's something. That's right. But is it going to get you to the end game of where you ultimately want to be? Maybe yes, maybe no. That's where the conversation comes into play. And And, and that's where we start talking about that financial intelligence. You've got to know what your money's being spent on, how it works. Uh, If it's Wise Up program or if it's, you know, dealing with very complex financial strategies, you still got to have that knowledge and build off of that. And that's what I'm I'm constantly advocating for. So let's talk a little bit about, let me check the time real quick. We've got, okay, we've got a couple minutes until the next break. If I were going to ask you what one product you'd want to talk about the most. I don't know if it's um, a new product or something you think is going to help more people. Uh, what would that product be? Mm. Well, that's that's hard to that's hard to say because it's going to be so individualized. I, you know, I basically what I'm looking to do for an individual ultimately is create three buckets of money. Okay. Okay. There is no perfect product. I'll go ahead and tell you that up front. I can I can poke holes in every product that's out there, and I can build up every product. They all sure. have pros and cons, but they all have a purpose. So my objective is to create three buckets of money for a client. If you if you and I were working together, and some of them you may have already done. You know, the first bucket is going to be my liquid bucket. It's going to be it's going to have some set amount of money. We don't want it to get herniated because sure. those dollars aren't doing anything, but Fair they're enough. there for a purpose. They're there to keep me from having to tear down and empty yep. my other buckets and be penalized by that access in those dollars. So I want the liquid bucket to take care of one-off expenses or what have you. And this is going to be a Cliff Notes version. That's going to sure. usually be bank type of accounts. Then I'm going to have a growth bucket. And that's going to usually, for most of the public, it's going to be their 401ks, their IRAs for business owners or real estate investors. That's going to be their growth bucket because real estate functions just like a dividend paying stock, you know. And then I'm going to have a guaranteed bucket, and that's going to be made up of Social Security, uh, pensions, if you're fortunate enough to have it, annuities, life insurance, those kind of things. Because when people get to retirement, when I deal with a retiree, Typically, their primary question is, if I need 6000 a month, how much of that's going to be guaranteed? Yeah. So we, we again, want to begin with the end in mind. And then depending on your specific situation, your dollars are going to be allocated in different positions in these buckets. Right. Where you are currently, what you're trying to do, or what have you. So we've got now money. Midterm money and then long-term money. That's right. That's right. And then some of those buckets can intertwine with each other over time as you start building them. But that tends to give people a visual. It's like, well, I get it. This is not rocket science, you know, and that makes sense. So from that point forward, then we begin to simply 
fill the buckets. Are we herniated in this one area? Maybe we stop filling that one for now because we're we're neg- we're in yeah, a bad situation on this other yeah. one, you know. And and so it's 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 common sense to start with, but then we get more refined with the tax play and those kind of things. Sure. And that's something that you're going to consult with a professional like yourself, a tax attorney, things like that. Uh, Long term, you've got to build that team of people that are, I always say, smarter than me. I want people that are smarter than me around me about Absolutely. their specialty. So Absolutely. we're coming up against a break. I appreciate you talking uh, in this segment. We're really getting, I think you could talk for two, three hours, just you and I sitting here on this stuff. Absolutely. We're trying to give you guys the Cliff Notes version. Uh, and then really, if you want to follow up with that, you can always give Mr. Warnke a call. We'll get his contact information uh, during the break. Uh, and then we'll make sure that we put that out on the on podcast, on Facebook, and also on air. Uh, just remember, your dollars making sense. We believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. Make sure you catch the third segment. Hey, everybody. Richard Neese, welcome back to Your Dollars Making Sense, where we believe financial intelligence is the key to financial freedom. We've got Don Warnke in here, and we're talking buckets and buckets and buckets <laughs> of information, uh, knowledge that he's dropping on us, uh, and it's a great way to look at things. We're talking about short-term, medium-term, and long-term planning and how all three of those tie in together. We're talking about a team of professionals that can help you with that long-term planning because we got to navigate taxes. we got to navigate uh, where we're going to save, college. I mean, there's so much going on, and that's why you need somebody that has your back in this. And, and Mr. Warnke has been a great advocate for us so far. I know you want to talk a little bit more about the buckets. You want to give us a brief rundown again uh, for the folks that might not have been listening. What are the three buckets we're talking okay. about? Okay. So so when we're when we start developing a strategy for somebody, we're going to have a conversation that revolves around three buckets of money. They're gonna and it, within each of those buckets there can be multiple accounts. But you're gonna have a liquid bucket, which is to keep cash on hand for so if an unforeseen thing sure. pops up or what have you, you've got access to some amount of money and that's gonna be a personal preference thing. Yeah. I've seen people where their liquid bucket's $10,000, and I've seen people where their liquid bucket is a half a million dollars. Do you give a guideline on that? Are we looking at three months of spending? Not like a particular. Day not, not, it's, it's, it's more just a, what gives you peace of mind, sure. you know? Again, we don't want it to be herniated because that bucket's not yeah. really performing for us. I think my wife would like about $10 million in that account. That's right. So That's right. Everything, that way, yeah. if anything happens, she can go shopping. She's she can good. She wants, That's you know, right. Can, we got birthdays coming up for everybody in our family, so we're going to need at least $10 million. Yeah. I, I got you. <laughs> So then you've got from there, you've got a growth bucket. If you think about it, the positive of that first bucket, the liquid bucket is access to capital. Absolutely. The negative is little return, very little That's return, fair. and the little bit of return I get is taxable. And we always want to be paying attention to that. That's right. Then we move into the growth bucket. The growth bucket is going to typically, for most people, be their qualified plans, their IRAs, 401k, SEP, simple, whatever they've got access to. Uh, to contribute money, but for a business owner, it's also going to end up being their business. And this is where we're putting dollars that we want some kind of tax advantage to, and we're expecting growth. And if you think about those two buckets, the negatives of the liquid bucket are offset by the positives of the growth bucket, and then the negatives of the growth bucket are offset Mm -hmm. by the positives of the liquid bucket. So now we're developing an ideal plan, not an ideal product, but an ideal plan. But if you think about the business owner, because I had a gentleman come to me one day and he said, I was talking to an investor, an advisor, and he's trying to get me to give him this money and do all this kind of stuff. And I said, tell me a little bit about what's going on. Well, he said, I make consistently 28% on my money. And I just died laughing. And I said, and you got somebody who's trying to get you to take yeah. money and put it in the market. <laughs> yeah. I said, let me go ahead and tell Absolutely. you, let me go ahead and tell you what my recommendation would be. And I don't know anything about you other than what you just told me. First of all, 
If you're earning 28% consistently on your money, I can't even project that kind of return. So let's take the growth bucket off the table. Your growth bucket is your business. That being said, can you continuously pour everything you earn back into that, or is it a good idea? And he said, well, no, I can only grow so much, and and that's it. So I said, "What, what, what I would recommend is I'll discuss with you these other two, the liquid and the guaranteed bucket, you're really good at what you're doing, Absolutely. which is your growth bucket. And I'll see if I can help you complement those with the other two. But you keep doing what you're doing and, and, and you don't need to be worried about putting money in the market. That's a know? great way to look at things. You know, there's so many people and I'm sure you, you've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, stuff like that. Um, when you start looking at salespeople trying to sell you products that they're not using, uh, there's usually a problem. When, you, when you're looking at salespeople that uh, they're not financially secure and, and they're trying to tell you what to do with mm. financial security, there's usually a problem. I'm not saying every financial advisor has to be a multimillionaire, but they at least need to take care of their own house. That's right. I would That's say. right. So if you if you get these folks that are coming up and they've been doing it six months and they don't have their house in order, you need to look at them as salesmen as opposed to people that are trying to help you. Now, they may be, uh, but at least evaluate that with a clear conscience and not rose-colored glasses somebody trying right. to sell you on Sure. So, sorry, I, I cut into you there as far no, as no. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but I also understand that uh, that's not the perfect strategy. There is no there perfect is strategy. There is no perfect strategy. Uh, you know, a lot of folks will get on here and they'll tell me, well, Dave Ramsey says to do this and that. If that's the strategy you want to use and it's the right fit, do yeah. it. It's not the right strategy for me. No. Uh, you know, yeah. Being a real estate investor, it's going to be really hard to, to save up enough cash to buy apartment complexes consistently. Right. I'm going to be 90 years old before I'm able to do that. And, yeah, and I, and I would say, say if somebody is in basically a financial dire straits, it's great advice. I agree. It's great advice. 100%. And even if they're not, they can do that and they can improve their situation, but it might not be the most efficient way that's, for I them agree. to do what, what, you know. Especially what if you're looking at the guy that's making 28% return on his money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to make any sense to pay everything off and, and just hope that uh, my business is going to grow. I'm not reinvesting in it. Doesn't make sense to me. No. So I, I do want to talk about one thing because I we got about five minutes left. Uh, I'm not clear on it. Can you explain to me what an annuity is and why I would want to invest in that? What person that's right for? I well, for an in 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 my way of thinking, annuities primarily are going to fall. And if you think about those three buckets, they're going to fall over in the guaranteed bucket because okay. typically. If you think about, most people understand life insurance. I buy life insurance because of a concern that I might die too soon. Fair enough. Okay. Yep. I buy an annuity because of a concern I might live too long. Because I can take sense. I can take money and I can put it in an annuity, typically somewhere close to retirement. And then that company will calculate based on my age. They'll calculate some type of, depending on the annuity, and I'm really generalizing. Yes, sir. But they will take and they'll determine some certain amount of income. And I can include my spouse also that as long as one of us is alive, that check's going to keep coming. If it's one particular type of annuity, I can leave my dollars in the annuity invested in the market. Let them do whatever they right. do. They may go up, they may go down. I want them to go up. My fear is they'll go down. Sure. That's everybody's fear. If that company has guaranteed me $10,000 a year of income, even if the markets go against me and that, those dollars go away, as long as that company is solvent, I keep getting my check. So that's even it. if I run out of money, I never run out of income. So I dress if I live too long. So typically, it's going to be an income tool over in that guaranteed bucket. 
But there are some occasions from a tax advantage strategy where somebody might utilize one and strip down uh, uh, any of the riders just to have a place that they can park dollars if they can't put them in an IRA account so that they Makes got a sense. tax defer because they do get some tax advantages that the internal revenue or the Congress puts out there. The internal so, revenue so is that, uh, and um, you have to pardon my limited knowledge on this, is that a forced savings plan? Is that basically what they're doing? Well, in, a, in the cases where I'm typically using it, it they're utilizing a lump sum. So I they're see. saying, okay, I've amassed this a and, pile and of money. Now I want to turn it. and I want to turn it into a stream of income that's automatic. I want mailbox money yeah. that's coming in every month. Um, uh, and there are different kinds of annuities. So you've got a fixed annuity. It's going to function a lot like a return wise, like a bank, right. a CD. You know, a couple of percent, whatever. Right. And and principles always protected. And then you got other kinds of annuities where you actually your monies are invested in the stock market, so you can kind of. Build a build a underpinning, an income underpinning. You can't guarantee what the performance is going to be, yeah. but you can you can leave the money there to try to grow it. But know if things go against you, I've got a I've got a certain income. It's going to provide no matter what. Mister so. Wonky, you've given me tons of information. Like I said, I'm going to have to have you come back at least once more on Wise Up, and then we'll probably talk about tons more stuff. If you if you want to come on, we'd be glad to have you. I do want to give you an opportunity to let folks know who you are, how they contact you, um, who who you're looking for as customers, who's looking for you. Just give you a couple minutes to let folks know who you are. Sure. Well, uh, I've got an office over on 278. It's at 1011 4th Street. My phone number is 734-256-734-1211. Uh, typically, the person that, that I'm looking for is the individual that is interested in making a commitment to themselves. Like you know, it. that they're willing to commit to themselves to set something aside or maybe maybe they've accumulated, maybe they've inherited something, whatever. Right. So we work with, I, I, I jokingly tell people, I work with uh, people who are wealthy and people who aspire to be wealthy. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, if somebody's going to spend every dollar they've got every week when they get a paycheck, there's probably not a whole lot I can do for That's them, fair. you know. But if they're interested in finding creative ways to build their wealth and take try to take everything into account taxes risk tolerance whatever that's usually the person that's going to find value in what we do it makes perfect sense so give your phone number one more time do you guys have a website because we're going to have listeners that are outside of our area mm-hmm. C- can you help is it alabama specific or can you help anybody well i'm licensed in alabama tennessee and south carolina okay so and 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 I'm able to get licenses elsewhere with with technology now. Sure. You can do things you know that was sense. a lot more difficult to well, do. Well, in give the me your website and your phone number one more time, and then we're gonna close up. Uh, phone number again two five six seven three four twelve eleven. Website is um, countryfinancial.com forward slash don dot And you guys have a Facebook page, I, I know Facebook as well. Page, so yep. I'm sure you have some uh, other avenues. So a quick Google search is going to find everything that you need with Mr. Warnke. I appreciate you for coming on. Thank you so much. You've definitely given us some financial intelligence. Uh, we believe that's the key to financial freedom. Uh, thank you for discussing topics as far as investment products, talking about the Wise Up program, just giving us some information about yourself too. I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me on. You guys have a great week.